Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To it's reality let's love all right y'all i don't know what's gonna happen this episode all i know is poodle feels like he's a 14 year old boy again and you're masturbating to the hot guy on star search just waiting and scared to death that your mother and father might come in the room what it is the male spokesmodel competition <laughs> remember that yeah yes that yes. was a sexual awakening oh the star so search male spokesmodel when they introduced that mm. we would be walking around the room and ed mcmahon was about to say and now we're introducing this singing group but first the spokesmodel male spokesmodel and i turned around and went male spokesmodel <laughs> there's a male now and I was like, maybe I'll watch a couple more minutes. <laughs> Matthew sure does love that Star Search competition. He watches it all the time. I don't know why I want to watch it, but I really, really do. Y'all, if you can see me, if you're on the video, you can see me. I am not in my home unless no. I have done some uh, remodeling involving lots of wood. I am in my parents' home. Or a, or a giant life-size taxidermy ram behind you. We're not showing in the it's, video because it could be triggering, not, y'all. But it it's could a, be triggering to some it's people. A, you know what? If, you, if you're okay. watching the video, turn away right now. Uh, here we go. I'm going to show it to you. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, y'all, you can turn back. It's a huge fucking, like, five-foot ram in the middle of your, ha- of your di- den. This is the only view I could get without animals. <laughs> Y'all, they're everywhere. It's it, it's like a I couldn't walk in there at night. Aren't you terrified? No, honey, I grew up with taxidermied animals. I you grew didn't? up with hunting. No, my dad never really hunted, so I just didn't yeah. grow up with a bunch of animals in our house. 
Oh, it's just thing. It happens here. Yeah. It's very common. Y'all, we're going to get to it because... This is reality gaze. This is reality gaze. I am grateful of this moment of ridiculous foolishness with you because this week, y'all, I don't know. Everybody is having just honestly shit weeks right now. Things I don't know what's going on in the universe, but... Chani said it was going to be a peaceful week, and it has not been. So we just hope that you Liar. can... Yes. We hope that you can take an... I, Poodle and I are going to try to take a couple of hours of our time to just have fun and just laugh at dick jokes, and we hope that you can do that, too. It's definitely <laughs> got, not going to be at this episode. I've got a Broadway corner coming up and where I kind of go through the live... Live, in question mark, Beauty and the Beast... 30th anniversary spectacular gala slash puppet show uh, slash dance. I don't know. I have opinions. Uh, I didn't watch. I just saw the Shania Twain segment on her Instagram, but I didn't watch it. I was going to. And then I heard so much about it and I went, I can skip it. It's, it's not all bad. What I have to say. All right. Um, I, I she was good. We all, we'll save it. Save it. I just have so many questions about why it was done the way it was done. I that's I, what I heard. Yeah, I, I, I can't even fathom why they made some of these choices. I I I I eh eh. So I have you to know, say. there's a teaser eh. for you. And then um, on the second episode, part two, depending, I'm you know, I think I want to be doing a comic book corner too because some shit happened this week in the world of comic books. Um, Henry Cavill's out. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about. Henry oh, Cavill. Oh, I'm sorry. Super... I, I thought. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't didn't mean to give away your That's before. not even. That's not even what. That's not even oh. the main part. So that's just the. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, this is the real nerd shit. Um. So yeah, I have to listen to your shit. Get ready. But you know, this is happily ever after. Sev- episode seventeen of season seven called "Thank You Next." Uh, and this is. The finale. Why, um, why is it the finale, Poodle? Because what do we have next? Four fucking tell-alls. A four-part tell-all. So we're going to um, talk about our opinion. On, on episode two, at the end of that episode, we'll kind of wrap up and ask about kind of what we thought about the trailer. Yeah. And what's... And we're getting, we're getting the other way. Thank God. We're getting the other way on February 5th, it looks like. I think Did they announce should... it? No, of course, but it's the other way. It's we know it, we it, know it, we kind of know through inside information it's the other way, but we um but yeah. We have not seen a trailer. I guess they're gonna air one episode and then take off for the Super Bowl again and then air another episode because the Probably. Super Bowl's a weekend after. Probably. Um so anyway, y'all, that's going to be going on. Um, let's see. Anything we want to remind you, love. Luckily, y'all, thank God, Love in Paradise is coming back, and it's airing on Monday, <laughs> this December nineteenth. There are going to be two episodes that air. Also, the episode names might that we have listed might not correspond. Go by the episode number because because of ch- homophobia. Well, it does look like on TLC they're changing because the episode title of on Discovery Plus was The Trouble with Two Tops. And that is not the title of episode one on TLC. Now it says men and women. Can they make it work? (laughs) (laughs) No fags allowed. Just just heterosexuals. Exactly. 
Um, but y'all, it's a bonkers, wonderful, wonderful season. If you did not watch it, we highly, highly recommend. If you want to just even burn through it, just watch them all on Discovery Plus. And did you know now you can finally download stuff on Discovery Plus to watch like on planes and stuff like that? I did notice that. It's not across the board. Um, only certain things are downloadable. But it does, like 90 day though, you can download though. Yes, so but um, I was catching up on Sister Wives. Sister Wives was not downloadable. Oh, that's good. So it's it's not across the board. Um. So anyway, they are so working on it. Yeah, Love in Paradise. It, it comes on Monday, but because we're already dropping so much on Mondays, uh, and Tuesdays, we're gonna drop love our Love in Paradise episodes on Wednesday. So yeah, yeah. if it. you want to watch, uh, if you want to watch, if you're not familiar with the Discovery Plus season two. And you're like, I haven't had enough of a women uh, in their 40s who just go looking for big dicks uh, in the Dominican Republic. Wait, are you, <laughs> are you calling me out? <laughs> are you? What's wrong with that? Oh, are, and we, they're not together because he had a Tinder profile where he was also interested in men. Oh, really? I yeah. think he fucks anything that pays him. Yeah. I respect too. that. Wish I could do that. Would have saved me a lot of time in Arctic. Anyway, oh well. Um, like I said, y'all, I'm here at my parents. I've been here since late Friday. And, and why, I'm why ready are we to go? You're ready. To, <laughs> why are we starting a little later today, Poodle? How come we're? What are we waiting? What were we oh, waiting on? Well, first of all, the World Cup game was on, and my father had it so loud um, that and I, and I wanted to watch the end of it. Um, oh, you did? I don't. Who who won? Um, it was a fantastic was game. Did Britain oh my win? god, Britain or uh, uh, Spain? You don't even know who played. Nope, mm-mm. no idea. Argentina versus France. Oh, ooh, good. Spoiler dicks. alert: Good if dick and good dick. If you haven't watched, if you it was the Battle of the Dicks. If you haven't watched, um, all the way. Down, spoiler alert: Don't fast forward. Uh, it was. Uh, a really fantastic game went to penalty kicks or went went to shootout oh. and tied score and Argentina pulled it off and it's their they first it. World Cup since 1986 and Lionel Messi got his World Cup. This is a sports corner. Who knew? Who cares? Uh, this is a huge event. I people do people around the world care about people the World do Cup. care, but I don't. But people do care. I don't have anything negative against spa- soccer. Honestly, I like. I think it's more exciting than American football. I I agree, but I'm saying when you say who cares about the World Cup, the world except for yeah, us, except for us. <laughs> Although uh, that makes sense. When I was taking a walk this morning, I just heard people screaming all around me in Spanish. Yes, like cheering. I was like, "What are they cheering? Your, what the your fuck neighbors really care about the World Cup?" Oh no, this was down in like Century City and Pico Rivera area. Um, well, good. I'm proud for them, y'all. You, sorry, France. You'll get them next year. They were those French were rough, Ooh. just brutes around Ooh. that field. Maybe I should watch. Um, pulling on ears. Oh, ooh. Y'all want to get me something for Christmas? Lionel Messi would be wonderful. (laughs) And I know he's married. You're going to be so keyed up after. Now, so there was a World Cup, but also, what have you been trying to do for the last hour with your mother? Um, get her out. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, I can do the podcast with her here, but she just asked me questions. And then I kept having to leave, and she kept cornering me and asking me questions. We had my family's Christmas. Uh, what what I'm amazed at with my mother, I, I when I'm away from her, I forget she can do it so well, is she always makes every everything that she is a concern for her reflects on how she is slighted somehow. <laughs> oh. Um like That's fine. Uh, uh when I said, you know, I she's like I just don't know what to make when you're home because I don't know what your tastes are. And I'm like I gave you a list of uh, like a meal that things that I'm going to make. She's like we need something for tonight. And I said I told you blah blah blah. She's like, "Well, I guess I'm just stupid." <laughs> Um, she actually said that? Yes. Yes. There's no way. There's there's no way to not offend. And then and I need to update everyone on the situation with my mother's dog. Um oh, no. the dog now has moved to Muffin has now moved to completely resenting my presence in this house. Oh, oh, I thought um, the dog was sick. Oh no, no, don't don't even speak it in because it if that ever happens, I I don't know what'll happen. So why um, is Muffin resenting your presence? I don't know. She was excited when I came in on really late on Friday night. Uh but now when I get up uh in a seat, like if I get up out of the off, off of the fireplace, um Muffin goes and sits in my place on the fireplace. <laughs> Oh, and lays out her whole body, like splays out, so I cannot sit down. <laughs> Maybe like and get some treats and give her treats or something. That won't matter. No, she's got enough treats. No, she, it's it's vindictive. It's absolutely vindictive. Um, when I, when when I have my mother's attention, Muffin is trying to running to my mother. It's really bad. Um. But it used to be that we were competitive. Now she is resentful of me. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Does Muffin sleep with, in the bed with your parents? Oh, hell no. She sleeps outside. But ah. she sleeps in her little bed on their front porch. Because ah, she's, okay. she's like half inside, half outside. Oh, okay. Um, and then she gets up uh, in the middle of the night and barks outside my window. Again, uh, resentful. Swear to God, she went outside the other night. I had to wear earplugs to bed last night. I just want to remind you, you got there yesterday. I know. And it's Sunday. You haven't even been there a full 24 hours yet. I don't know why I developed this amnesia that I think things will be okay. Maybe it's like when pregnant women have that hormone rush through their bodies and they they forget forget about pain they just endured. I'm not comparing myself to a pregnant woman. No. Maybe. <laughs> um, and pregnant women out there, I guarantee you, the, the pain that I'm experiencing from being here is not anything to laugh at. Um, spend, spend a weekend with my mother. Uh, well, hopefully you'll, you'll get see. to go to your brother soon. I'm probably going to go tomorrow. Um, and then some, maybe I'm going to, I definitely am going to record there because we're going to dinner um, one time. So you'll get to see my brother's bunker. Uh, oh, yes. 
Yeah. But no, the talk of the talk of everything has been with my mother's family's Christmas and my mother did what she normally does and every Southern woman does is get on the phone to the relatives who weren't there and bitch about what happened. <laughs> That's what she did afterwards? Uh, yeah, this morning for an hour. And that, that is what they that is what yeah. my aunts do. Yeah, you won't believe it. She came in there with and then my cousin had left the doors open and it was cold in there because it's very cold here. And it's like, you won't believe what Billy did. She's like, he was just walking around and, and you know, Bill's, Bill's not feeling well. And she's just uh, tearing my cousin a new one. She's like, and you know, the, Dottie brought that coconut cake and it's just like, it's so hard. To, people are just sitting up and eating it like animals. Just sit down. <laughs> and then she's my favorite cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel sorry because Linda's got a bad back. <laughs> and this is your mom's family, right? Yes, this is her own family. So if it would have been my father's family, that's it would have been worse. That yes. would have been worse. So this is we're, not, own- we're not even having that Christmas because they decided, my mother said in, in the nastiest tone before, well, she's, I, they said they don't have a ton of time to to they want to do it early this year. And we were we were out of town and they just said, Well, tell with you. And I'm like, I doubt they said to hell with you. Um, so I'm going to go visit my Aunt Jane. I won't we, won't, we won't do the whole Christmas thing. Well, so. that's good. You won't have to see her crazy son. But my mother, but my mother says, just promise me one thing, which always sounds like, oh, promise God. me one thing when I die. When I die. Just promise me one thing this week. You'll go see your Aunt Jane. She really misses you. And I'm really tired of hearing her talk about it. <laughs> Because I feel like if you don't do that, she's going to hold it against me for another six months. You know, get take a picture with her. I want to see what Aunt Jane looks like. I can put a face to the name. We, we can't show it in the squad because it's pu- private. But um, And also, I know after my dad dies, take pictures with your family. You're going to be grateful for it when they're gone. Well, you, thank you, look, you for shaming me. Well, you look, no, take pictures because you look good and young right now for the most part. So you're just going to get older. <laughs> so take them now when you look decent and then you'll have pictures when they're gone. <laughs> well, you look good now. Let's start the show. <laughs> Wait, I have one more question. I have one question. Then we can start. Did, who's calling me? Oh, Lord, it's my mother. Don't get me started on my mother. Screw it's going to be seven degrees this week, y'all. It's very cold here. People, it's y'all getting cold now. Um, what, what did your, did your mother's family, did any of them understand what you do for a living now? Zero. <laughs> Even my cousins kind of understand it. They're, a little, they're my age or older. Uh-huh. Um, also... The cousins who were my age, I haven't seen, I haven't been at this this family's Christmas so long because we, we, they usually do it early in December and I'm never home early enough. Ah. And the cousins who I remember playing with, like the young ones when I was like a teenager are now my age and have teenagers. Yes. Um, And I'm like, and I looked around and I, to my other cousin, I'm like, oh my God, we're the old ones now. And like, my parents are like the really old ones. Yeah. Yeah. And now they have children and, and my mother, <laughs> my mother's like, I don't even know this one's, I don't even know that one's, uh, that one's names talking about the, the, her children's name. She's like, oh, 
They all they all look rough though, don't they? <laughs> One of them needs his ears pinned. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that one that one looks like the face of Mad Magazine, that one. <laughs> so she was talking about the, how ugly my second cousin's children were. Uh, now, to be fair, she's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with your mother. She's usually not wrong. She's usually accurate. She just has a nasty way of saying it. Your brother's so glad that you're taking the pressure off him for 10 days. Oh, you have no idea. He's just throwing I'm, you to the I'm, wolves. Well, also, she doesn't get as many calls from him. She, she, I, she doesn't, he doesn't Call get as him. many calls from her. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's start this thing. We've, we've, uh, y'all... We've come to the end of a long, hard slog of the, the regular season of, of Night Day Happily Ever After. This will be our longest Happily Ever After yet. I'm, I, I wonder if this had anything to 22 do... 22 episodes, yeah. ...with a shooting schedule, um, with COVID or something, because this was really tough to, to, to handle. I... I honestly still liked this season of Happily Ever After better than last season of Happily Ever After of season really? six. I really did not like season six. I think because at least there's been Kimberly and Usman, so we've been able to like laugh and have fun while we talk about it. Again, I don't enjoy watching it. I still and Ginny enjoy- and Submit. And Ginny and Submit. I still enjoy talking about it with you. But, yeah, oh, I get oh, wait. that. We didn't have any Ginny and Submit on the last nope. episode, did we? Wow. Nope. I just realized that. So I guess that makes sense why they felt like a finale. So again, I enjoyed talking about this more than season six. Um, but 22 episodes of this, I, I agree with you. Maybe, maybe because happily ever after, these are people that are more established. And so they have relationships with them so they can film easier, film better or something like that. Because, and they are, they can plot out story, I guess, whereas new 90 day, I don't know with COVID. I think I think it's because this is more bang for their buck. Um, they can yeah, film thank these you. That's people a more forever. concise way of what I was trying to say. Um, although it can't have been cheap to film two two sections in Nigeria and one in India and another one in Germany. No, that's true. They spent a lot of money um, on travel. This, but so I I I, I don't know. I. I I think a lot of it, what you're saying is the reliability of these people story-wise, that they know these people and they don't have to work as hard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I hate happily ever after. <laughs> oh, we had such good hope. Boy, I will say though, we definitely see, especially for like Andre and Libby, um, and even with Jovi and Yara, God, they had I there's a they had nothing as far as plot points. Again, nope. with Jovi and Yarvi, Yara, Yarvi, Yarvi, uh, it seemed more fraudacity. With Libby and Andre, it actually seemed not fraudacity, but just that all the relationships are completely broken and nothing's happening in the relationship because the relationships are so fragmented. Of the family, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Family, I, I think Jovi and Yara was, after about episode four, was completely fabricated. I think so too. Um, I've said this before, y'all. Later on, it showed them on the same vacation in Antalya, Turkey. 
So I don't, I don't, I, that's been documented. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe he went to work. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he joined her later. Who cares? Let's just talk about, who cares? Who cares? Let's just talk about, um, um, hey Kim. Hey there. Hey there. Hey there. Did you want to write a carousel? I love Give carousel. me five. Give me five. Give me five. Give me five. Okay. We are at Nigerian Six Flags. We are at Nigerian <laughs> Six Flags. Can we talk about, there's this, I kind of think there's truth to this. Maybe not now, but there's a sissy in our Patreon on Realities Plus who um, uh, basically said this as a theory. And I kind of think there's truth. Basically said, what if this kid is already Usman's? Because it looks just like him. Yeah. And what if this is Usman's way to adopt some kid, but he just couldn't say that he had a kid out of wedlock in Nigeria? That's true. So you're thinking that the uh, that the Muhammad and his wife kind of adopted this child, adopted this child, and that they're in yeah. on all this to like, how do we make this look like Usman didn't have a child out of wedlock? I don't know. T- truth be told, that's a lot of machinations for some for someone I really very care very little about. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Um, we're, this, this is, we're petering out here and I, Usman, Usman basically says, I want, I want Mahadi to go to school and have opportunities. That does, that does, he, he does seem like instead of, it's, it's weird because two things are happening at the same time. First, the child gives him the opportunity to have adopting him gives him the opportunity to have a child so his mother will be happy mm-hmm. and but it's done you know in what such that's a, like yeah it's done in such a utilitarian way um yeah. and it does feel like i'm gonna get a child and the child will be able to have an education and the child will be able to west have better opportunities so i can understand that a little bit but everything always feels a little bit yes we're gonna get mahadi so mama mommy will be happy and then we'll go to the u.s and ever everything will be great and you will raise my child done and i'm still shocked that uh that kimbali by the end of this not through her own by usman's own volition they may not be together um yeah we don't know what we saw in the tell-all we just heard her say defendant but it's you definitely i definitely watched this i definitely had sympathy uh for kimberly in this like even all the shit of i win and all that which has been terrible yeah well, but no it, one deserves to be talked to the way he talked. To yeah, him. because we yeah. so like basically. But the first part is y'all. They're they're on the carousel. They're playing with the kid, high five, and everything's going great. We talk to Muhammad a little bit. They're kind of just basically saying they they're really there's nothing new information from last time they talked. They think it could be good for the kid to, to get educated, and then they want the kid to be raised um, to Muslim. be raised Muslim. Um, because I am not converting to Muslim. Yeah, that's why I was. That's why I'm <laughs> the paused, religion I was thinking that. of Muslim. I'm not converting to Muslim. Um, so that that's it. That's basically all we got. And so that they, they haven't made I, one thing here. Any uh, progress on Muhammad that. does say the issue cannot be settled now, and his wife basically says the same that you're. They're they're concerned about not being able to raise the child with two Islamic parents. 
And Nosman says, and, and Kim, Kim, Kim keeps saying, this is where you know that Kim is trying to make this um, uh, more political. She's like, no, but I'm this thing, it's not going to start now. It's like years, years down the road. And he's like, and Nosman's like, no, it's going to start now. I want to get my child now so mommy will get off my back. And I can go to the U.S. and like fuck other girls on the side. Yeah. He wants that, but also I think it is political on Kim's part for power, but I also think it is Kim is acting like it's going to take a while for it logistically for this process yeah, she to happen. That. And Usman acts like this because he says, no, we can get married. This will happen in a month or so. And she's like, no, this, it, it, this physically cannot happen that quickly. What are you talking yeah. about? There's, there's like a switch that flicked on this episode for Usman where he is just kind of like, a little blind to reality and it's almost like he's sick he's sick of playing the long game on this con and it's yeah, like it does feel that way it's like his his handler or whoever said look i want my money now and he is pressuring himself i think he's really tired of showing one face to her uh and inwardly being different i think he's just really tired and i think uh it, it, he even says, and then she says, but the the amount of delusion Kimbali still has, but she's like, the love is there. It's just everything else. <sighs> Y'all, sometimes love ain't enough. Or sometimes <laughs> love is, um, again, what we tell ourselves it is and not the reality. Because right. we get, it really gets kind of, I only feel like this next scene I feel like that's the probably the most real we've seen Kimberly and Usman this entire season in this this I, fight in the I, hotel room. I agree. Um, it was it was actually good to watch y'all. This was one of the few things like it was not good, but it because it was terrible, but it was riveting to watch. And he basically says uh, uh, that Jamal. He's she's talking to Jamal later on, and and she's like, hey. Let me let me in. And he's like, she's like, "What's the password?" Yeah, like I'm gonna, your mama's gonna beat your ass. <laughs> They're funny. They are funny together. Um, so later on, uh, she keeps saying things like, "Are you aware? Can you see how happy you make me?" And it's kind of like, but what ahead, I yeah. would want, what I would, if if Kim were a reasonable person, she would say things like. So give it to me straight. Let's talk about this. What are your opinions? But that's not what she wants. She's no. wanting her son to say, yeah, he's, and she keeps saying, you seem like you really got along. And, and Usman comes in later on and brings her a cappuccino. And, and okay, uh, can I just say before we get yeah. to Usman, I just want to say that. She keeps saying, keeps going to the abstract things more. But do you see how he makes me feel? How he makes me feel? How he makes me right. feel? Jamal is bringing up logistics, semantics. That's what Jamal keeps bringing up. And what he said in the last episode, she doesn't really have an answer for that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so Jamal kind of finally says, he's not a terrible guy. He's like, I'm not 100% <laughs> on this, but he's not, he's not. He's yeah. not terrible. He's not trying to kill you, I guess. Like that's kind of how it, he responds. It's, it's not this. a it's not a running it's not a winning endorsement. Uh yeah. And he's anyway, like so that's when Usman comes in with the cappuccino. I'm sorry. And he basically says, 
Um, and Usman says, yeah, you're basically my family. Uh, the biggest question I had in this segment is, what are these kind of socks on Usman's shirt? It says Happy Valentine's, and it looks like there's these scarves hanging off of this shirt. Didn't make sense. I thought it was just like a fancy rapper shirt or a singer shirt, but I didn't get it. But it says Happy Valentine's Day. Well, maybe they well, filmed, filmed this on Valentine's Day. But what would you think these are? I don't know. It, <laughs> it looks like I had lots look, of questions. Looked like long hanging goat ears, or like ears of a cocker spaniel, just kind of hanging from his shirt. It did. Looked I thought odd. they were socks. No, I mean they were socks, but it looked like you were trying. It looked like a homemade. You remember, like your kid always dressed up as a cocker spaniel on Halloween at school or something like that—a homemade yeah. costume. Looked like that. <laughs> But a bad but version. His, but on his torso. On his torso, not around their head. It was so strange. And Jessica so Conway was the cutest cocker spaniel, though, <laughs> in, in kindergarten. I remember that. That was a cute costume. Painted her nose and everything. <laughs> Again, you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but when you say, you know, the guy who was in Gladiator, what's his name? <laughs> And I go, Russell Crowe, one of the biggest stars in the world. Sure. Sure. So he says, goodbye, stepson. And I guess. And Jamal's like, don't make me get out of the car. So like they have this jokey thing. Okay. Then we are all of a sudden, the next scene. This is when it gets I, good. I hate it when Nani Day does this. Um, well, I don't. I hate it too, but it happened. I think that morning when they were getting ready to shoot. Yeah. So that it's mid. We're we are, we are Big mid fight. fight. Big fight. Kimberly, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm upset. Kimbali's, I'm upset. Disrespecting. Disrespect. I was disrespect. Whoa. Uh. Uh-uh. Whoa. Uh-uh. She her her mouth is so tight. It is. And she keeps doing that thing where her mouth's tight, and she keeps looking up to the sky like she just hopes God helps her. <laughs> Honey, it's too late. And just wiping God the tears has doing that tear his thing. face away. <laughs> um, she basically says when she was packing, he was talking about the fact that she wasn't doing she was being lazy and that she basically needed to lose weight and when she was gonna get a tummy tuck. Now, I'm I don't want to defend Usman here. I doubt, I think it was probably done in a joking way. Regardless, you don't say those things to Kimbali. You Kim don't. You don't say those things you don't say to, to anybody. anyone. Because yeah. the way she took it, and I think that was the truth, You're. she's like, you're joking, but I don't know. But I don't know if there's truth in what you're, and that's true. I think that no, a lot of- There's truth in when you're joking about there's that. There's a lot, there's truth in that. And it comes to find out, the reason why she's taking this seriously, because who's going to say, I'm just kidding. She's like, but why are with, she's like- why are you? And then later she finds out, y'all, they're not even having sex right now. Yep. So, so something she's getting, happened. So I think what's happening is that Kimberly, and it's her choice to do it, but you feel sorry for her in the fact that like this guy thinks he's such a fucking catch. That, he does. And he's not really that cute, but he thinks he's such a fucking catch that she is begging for any probably type of physical attention from him and well, and he's just literally just giving her breadcrumbs what he's what he's seeing what he can't get over is there's a little bit of 
he thinks she should always be waiting for him. Yep. Culturally for him, it is unheard of for that a woman should be much older than him. He should be older than the, if he's older than the woman, that's fine. So he cannot he cannot change that cultural mindset. No. Um, I don't want to defend him with that, but that's his mindset. And it's always going to be. And and it's a very solidified, I think mindset, it's a culture. I'm trying to think of what, what that we we would equate that here to like that. Maybe people only get, well, it's, you know, we know that it's not, it's illegal, but like people only get married to one person here. It's that idea that like, we don't, people don't marry for people in the United States. That's a cultural mind. And I think I just want to clarify that because it's not just Usman's own. This is what I believe. Right. Right. This is something that's not done. So like in India with Jenny Smith. He's already transgressing. So when he says later on, it's ridiculous a woman who is older than me should be acting like she is younger. Um, because he y'all, and that's when this whole thing of sacrifice, they're never gonna agree on this because for him culturally, he has sacrificed a lot more than she has. And for her culturally in her right she has sacrificed so much they will never agree because guess what their values are not the same yeah they don't have the and same what do value. we say yeah. when your values aren't the same you're never gonna you're never gonna come out to agree you're never gonna um, come out to agree because that's her argument is i've conformed it and it does feel like logistically if you count like the more things kimberly has done more things and yeah. kimberly you could argue Kimberly probably is uprooting and changing more of her life for right now. But, yep. but Usman will eventually move to the U S but the thing is, I think it also, what feels the inequality of it is yes. What is not fair and what Kimberly is seeing, which I agree with her on this. Kimberly Usman knew from the get-go it was his choice to be in a relationship right. with Kimberly. So, yes, that he is compromising, but he chose to do that. Kimberly chose to be with Usman not knowing, okay, now you're with me, but now we have to get a second wife. What? Well, we're not going to do that. Now you have to adopt a baby. Yep. What? All these things were kind of already agreed upon or that were never going to be part of the equation. Yep. He is throwing way more at her. So I would argue, I would say she is compromising way more than he is. I, I, from an objective point of view, I think that's completely fair. There is no objective point of view. No, because in, he feels like situation. Yeah. A, he feels like culturally he's compromising, but also on top of that, He's a fucking self-involved man who thinks he's God's gift to the world. So he also right. thinks that like I'm co- I'm compromising by giving her me. That there is that I, underneath I, it as well. I agree, but I think I think you would have a hard time finding a house a man who would not agree with him. Oh, 100%. So, 100%. Uh, yeah. But I'm just saying that there's culture but there is narcissism in that as well. Like I think from Usman's point of view. Yeah, but I, I just self involvement. I, I don't want to defend him. I think, yeah. uh, but I think this is a situation where no, I'm she, coming for him. I think he's gross. It had to be her to capitulate, and he wasn't going to. And what he has done, he's he's looking at this by well, I'm not taking a second wife. I'm only going to have a son. He thinks he's moved mountains to adopt his brother's son. So this is less work for her to do. 
Yeah. Do you understand why yeah, yeah, he yeah. thinks he is really, this is just a difference in seeing the world completely. That's yeah. why it will never, ever. But uh, then he does act like to her. You're right. So right. It's a value thing. Cause the way he argues to her is, well, he said, it's really terrible. And he's like, well, because you can't have a kid. Now I'm going to have to adopt. He almost acts as if it's her fault that he's having to go through these hoops now to jump, jump through to adopt a child. I agree. But which is not her fault at all. That's his, his, it's his culture. And, and he can, it is hard as we see with submit, but he's already shucking the culture. He could shuck it more, but there's, again, there's, I guarantee you there is family inheritance, not just his mother's approval, but there is money. There's other things involved that he does not want to let go. I, and I'd like to feel bad. No one should be able to make feel bad about their appearance, but Kimberly has chosen all of this. She has acknowledged and she has said, sure, what else do I need to do? What else do I need to do? Yeah. I don't think she realized the hole was digging this deep, but she has held that shovel. Um, later on, uh, he says there will never, there will never be peace. And she basically says, um, uh, uh, and he said, this is what he says, being with you is something no one would ever do in my region. And that sounds awful because he's saying it honestly. And it's the first time he's ever said that out loud Mm -hmm. in that way. And, but that's his truth. Um, it, it is his truth. I it yeah. is his truth. It it is a horrible. I will say in looking at this, I actually do think that. Um, I do think Usman again because of his culture, he feels like he sh- doesn't need to compromise. I mean, he is compromised, but I do think that like he this way that he, um, and I just think he's not this person. I don't think. He, in a way, it it gets gross when she talks talking about the I win stuff. But in a way, I feel like Kimberly is trying to adapt to see the see sometimes see the world through his culture. And if we're, we're learning on 90 Day, especially on the other way, for any couple to work out, they both had to be able to see the world through each other's culture. And that it goes along with that value system. They value their own culture more than they value each other. And they both want to hold on to her and she's a key because she keeps saying, I'm an American woman. Da, da, da. And he keeps yeah. saying, I'm the, they're never going to meet in the middle of that. Almost it makes me think of like what we're watching in old school. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like Russ and Powell, like Russ is finally like starting to do a better job of seeing the when they went to Columbia, seeing the world through Powell. I don't I think that's going to bite him in the ass because yeah. she's going to be crazy next season. I think I think there are some there's some cultures that's easier to do with it than others. That's um, true as well. That yeah, are, that's that true. are less part, pat, pat, patriarchal not, than the house of culture. Husbands. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's I'm. True. I, that's kind of. I don't. I. I don't know if realistically, religiously, and culturally, there can be a meeting in the middle. If that makes sense, I'm not approving that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying, you'd almost have to choose something that's not your own culture. To me, exactly. If exactly. that makes sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she gives him the ring and walks out, y'all. She's like, "I'm leaving." She's like, "I can't do this," and she, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And so, she and then le- weirdly, she's back in five minutes because she'll never say bye. No, 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 no. Um, 
so she and and Usman then now is like she comes back and he says, "Well, you gave the ring back. You're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. You're and so and he he does put words in her mouth too because he said, "Well, you always say to me you're sacrificing the mo- most," and she said, "I never said that." I will say he does gaslight her and say that you said this. He does that to her all the fucking time. Um, and but when she said that to him, that's when like we finally saw Usman just like the wall came down and he was just like, fuck off. Yeah. I'm done. Like we've never seen this from Usman ever. He says, I need to go back and find a woman who he says, I need to go back and find a woman who shares my culture and around my age. Um, because I think, I think he never knew it would be this difficult. He expected in a way, complete compliance and he never, and choosing older American women, he thought he could get that because they're already insecure about their looks. And that's where I want to talk a little bit about, I think that's the bit of the insidiousness that it is Usman's culture. But it is a lot of his self-involvement because I think you just hit on a key fact because, you know, Zara was American, too, but she was younger. That didn't work out. I think probably look, y'all, Usman just wants to get to the U.S. We've all fully he basically and he Mm -hmm. wants to be on this show. We know that's why Usman's doing this. I think he did it with baby girl Lisa thinking that was going to be easy because she was older, Mm -hmm. not quote attractive, all of that. It didn't work out. So then I think he thought, well, I'll find an American woman my age. And he thought that was probably even harder. And so he said, I'm going to go back to get an older person. So I agree with you. I agree with you that he steeped in in his own culture. But I will say it's also, I feel like a fallacy of him that he is the person that keeps dating American women yet chooses to acknowledge their culture as well. That's a problem. He doesn't to not acknowledge to non acknowledge America, but yet he keeps yeah. getting in relationships with Americans. Like he's got to sort that out and compromise in some way if he ever wants to succeed. Because that is the reason why all of his relationships have been failing on his end. What? Just a question. What could he compromise on? I don't know. That I I, I can't even imagine a compromise on. He needs to if he's going to date an older American woman, probably not have a child. Probably yeah. like he feels like he's he finally I, I guess was, this adopting is finally his way of compromising. Right. That, that's what I was saying. I again I'm not defending him. I'm saying he's coming up with creative ways to to compromise out of the culture he's living in. No, and yeah, I either, agree. And it's kind of like the Smith example. It's either I stay in my culture or I let go of it, all of it. And I agree with you. I'm just saying though, yeah. don't you feel like it is a bad con on his part to date three American and maybe even more American women. And yet he's still, I think that goes back to his own kind of grandiosity of thinking that he just is such, he's just such big shit that he can yeah, get away I, with Yeah, I agree that. with that. I just, I don't think there's any, I think asking him to move, to make any more switch, to switch anymore and to want, different things is never going to happen. Oh, it, well, and it, uh, I think it won't happen. Well, I guess I, yes, because of culture, but I think it won't happen more because of his own narcissism. Okay. I think that at least that's why I feel. 
I but I'm trying to figure out what would, what he would choose, what he would what he would change again. I think I'm still because he has to have a child to make his his make yeah. his mother happy. Mm-hmm. He the child he must be in Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know what he would switch. And he, in other words, he needs to, he obviously he needs to find someone who's younger, but he can't do that because younger people, his age know that he is an asshole. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, but yeah. that's, so it is kind of tricky and he wants to go to the U S I think he could, I think he could reasonably keep doing this for a couple of years. Cause he's not that old and oh, yeah. he could he find, still a, find one. He could, I'm, he thought he had it done with baby girl, Lisa. Um, he really did. But uh, I, I don't think, I think on the tell all that he and Kimberly are not going to be broken up. I still mm-hmm. think he could do it with Kimberly. I agree. I think she's so needy. Um, anyway, the, the, the last bit about, he basically said, she's like, fuck him. And he says that she's crying. Um, just sobbing on this fucking suitcase. And, and she's just crying her eyes out. That that's all we see at the end of this. So, who knows? Who Ooh, that was a that was a long section. Um, well, well, we talked a lot about your mother, <laughs> which I didn't mind. God, hopefully she's not coming back. Yeah, we got it. Too dark. Do I need to put on another light? No, it's fine. Okay. I prefer um, not to be able to see you. We should take a break. All right. I heard that. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. 
to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. back and i forgot to say that oh, no. um in my mother's uh in another thing that's got my mother all up into one of our heat pumps looks like it's on the way out <laughs> at christmas time what's a heat pump a what heat water pump like a heat pump oh like oh one of the hot water tanks yeah oh, uh, no. you guys don't have a heat pump in oklahoma that we don't call pumps? them heat pumps we call them your hot water tank but y'all have, but y'all, I think it's a heat pump because y'all have well water, right? Mm -hmm. It's different. So we have, city. Um, but it heats the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat pumps. And yeah. we have two. So my father thinks, because one's just not working that well. And they're fighting about what repair person to call because my father wants to hire someone. And my mother thinks he's a piece of shit. Um, and they're fighting about it. And so to make it better, my father has turned the heat on and one side of the house really hot and hopefully it will make the other part of the house warm. And so it's steaming hot where I am and the other part of the house is freezing <laughs> and my mother's losing her mind. <laughs> Just another little spark to add to the powder keg where someone's going to destroy someone. <laughs> Y'all, I'm serious. I might not make it this year. <laughs> What are you actually going to do for Christmas? We'll go. Um, the My brother and his kids will come over probably in the afternoon. So your mom's going to cook? Yeah, it'll be something like we don't do Christmas dinner. What we do with my – mostly because they're going to my sister-in-law's family that morning because, trust me, it's a sore spot. Um, and uh, But – and we do like – like finger foods, my a lot of my families, we we instead of doing a big bit big dinner, we like like last night we did like everyone's favorite hors d'oeuvre, and you like we brought meatballs. My mom made like a smoked trout dip and brought, and everyone brings like finger foods, so it's not like one main dish or anything like that. So otherwise, you, you get like eleven eleven macaroni and cheeses, and so it just kind of opens it up to everybody. I I highly encourage. If you're tired of like heavy, heavy food or bring lots of different little things that everyone can eat. I prefer that as well. Yeah. And um, it's so easy and it it's potluck, but in a nice way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a suggestion, y'all. Well, I'm wanna... glad she's not going to have to use the oven on Christmas. <laughs> After that story. I think that was the last the last time. <clears throat> I'm, um, with this heat, with this heat pump thing, I'm preparing for that again. It's gonna it's gonna go <laughs> sideways. Um, before Poodle jumps into, I think a Broadway corner. I want to remind everybody we're doing our AMA or AUA. Ask us anything. That's for people have submitted questions. Um, people submitted questions on via Reality Gaze Plus via Patreon and Supercast. So, which is great. We've got a lot of questions. So that's gonna air the week of our break. 
if you have questions to, or you want answers to questions like, how did we meet? How did, what happened to Poodle in a coma? Why did I call him Poodle? All those, we're actually, we've done prior episodes about that, but also Caitlin, our social media uh, said she's going to make some posts on Instagram. So be checking our Instagram and you can find the answers to that there. I may do the short version of the coma um, because it's, it's, we, we, we Are people never still did asking? It. Yeah. You, we did a whole, no, we're not doing it. We did a whole episode okay. about the coma. All right. Which we have to remember what episode it was, but we did a whole episode about it's it. It's a, it's also on Dear Maddie, which it might be easier to find because there are fewer episodes. Oh yeah. I can, I'll, yeah, I can link to that that's, and people can listen to that. That's probably the easiest than me. I forgot doing. about that. You talked about the whole thing and that was right after it happened. So you were talking about your weird freaking Italy dreams and shit you're having yeah. and everything. It might be easier to find that because, and I believe it's. I mean, I'm fine if you want to talk about the coma again, but we got other shit to answer. There's a lot of questions y'all have submitted. (laughs) We'll probably get to seven of them. Quick answer already. We're both bottoms. Stop asking. (laughs) (sighs) All right, Poodle. It's time for Poodle's Broadway. Sorry. <laughs> wow. I got tea and I got wow. scooped. Poodle's Broadway. <laughs> Y'all, we're hanging on by a thread. This is like our, we have three more things before Christmas break. We're at the end. Three more things. Um, All right. Beauty so I, and the Beast. Okay. This aired last Sunday, I believe. Maybe. Or Saturday, I can't I remember. Uh, yeah, this was the ABC 30th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast. This was this kind of combine. They've done this before. This kind of combining film with live action musical sequences, and they with an in memoriam. <laughs> it was weird, and a heavy dance element, um, which we haven't had before. Very so you think you can dance, modern dance. Oh, 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 a lot of that. Was it still, um, you know, because I know, I think, you know, uh, speaking of our gay crappens, which is going to be a four parter that we're going to air, but you know, Ben's boyfriend is a dancer. He was in the Little Mermaid one. I think sometimes he choreographs these or something like that. The this was mostly so you think they dance people. I, I saw their ah, names. Okay, okay. I wonder who choreographed. Um, I, I like very was it Mia Michaels Beauty and the Beast? Kind of. There was a whole seg, an extended dance segment that looked like something out of the movie Midsummer. Um, <laughs> when when Belle was running around and like, and there was these weird like kind of like folk dances. It was so it, it didn't even need to be there. Um, and I don't know why we got these instead of more musical performances. Mm-hmm. I don't think for, okay. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Um, you're waylaying me. Um, so anyway, uh, this, the casting, um, to start off was Josh Groban as the beast and, uh, pretty much things we could accept Martin short as Lumiere, David Allen Greer as Cogsworth. Great. Um, I I get Josh Groban. It's young, but that's the kind of voice people expect. Um, He's going to bring all those musical theater, like girls that want to bang him. 
Yeah. Um, I the Shania Twain. That's as, a that's a miscast. I think. as Miss Mrs. Potts. I don't get. I don't either. Y'all I, know I love Shania Twain, but I, I don't get it. Yeah. And then when she sang Beauty and the Beast, it didn't work. It you didn't feel any passion. And then they did this weird thing with Angela Lansbury at the end. And I just you don't need a real singer in that play. You just need a really good actress, usually of a certain age. And and Shania Twain might be of that age yet, but she doesn't give that. No, she gives um, man, I feel like a woman vibes. Yeah, and she's and, Mrs. Potts shouldn't be like Shania Twain is sexy. Mrs. Potts should not be she's sexy supposed to Mrs. Feel, Potts. She's supposed yeah. to feel grandmothery. Yeah. Well, it I think it'd be different too if they would have done it like the stage show where she is a little younger, but they were using the I don't know. Have you seen the Little Mermaid one where they take the movie and you intersperse versions and then yeah. some do? I actually and- watched it was on Shania Twain's Instagram because it's Shania Twain and I love her. I watched I watched the whole performance of that of Beauty and the yeah. Beast. Yeah. Did it do anything for you? No. Like yeah, I it did nothing for me. It it sounded if you heard it like as a pop song playing on the radio, you would go, "Oh, that's nice," but it didn't feel like it. It also, I think it almost would make more sense if they did a live version of them dancing with more modern music. But to watch the old, just animated clip of Beauty and the Beast with her singing it, it it just, it felt disassociative. It just felt like two different things going on. And then at the end, when they show Angela Lansbury, like with a, then they show a picture at the end to remind you what the character of Mrs. Potts should be. And it's <laughs> and totally how not sound. Shania Twain. Yeah. It made no sense to me either. Um, so that casting, now her was the casting, the singer, her, uh, H period, E period, R period, um, who is fa- fantastic kind of indie artist, kind of indie soul, um, I would say. I saw her at the Hollywood Bowl um, about four or five months ago. Fantastic concert. Great voice. It's, and if you don't, if you don't know her, she is a black woman, or I think she's black non-binary person. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. Um, but, but, um, the, I think she, pu- they pulled it off. Um, what I didn't get is the vocals need to be a certain range, and they can't be. It's hard to sing, Belle. Kind of, yeah, and I think. There were certain it's a range thing more than anything else with a pop song. And and her is not one of the musicians you think of with just range. It's a certain quality to it that you like. Um, and it would have been like if Billie Eilish was Belle. But that that's that's an overstatement. Mm-hmm. But the idea of someone whose vocals are very specific to a sound. And it's not that I thought that she sounded bad because she didn't, or they didn't. I, the biggest problem I had was the, the, the breaths they took were in the middle of the phrases. I, I think she felt, they felt out of depth when it came to acting. Um, uh, the only thing that saved them was at the end, they had a guitar and they played, like full on electric guitar to the Beauty and the Beast thing, which I thought was really cool, and it put it. In I heard a that was place. good. Um, the what they did a lot 
besides casting was these weird wolves. What about Gaston? What about Gaston? Oh, that was Joshua Henry, who was fantastic. I heard he was great. That's what I heard. He, um, yeah. Although it's weird they did not include his big song, Me, from the stage they musical. They didn't include Me? That's such a good song. What they chose were... A lot of songs from the show, like Gaston, and he barely sings in it, and Kill the Beast. Um, and it was weird what songs they chose to use from the stage musical and which ones they did not. Because um, they used something there and Evermore from the other mus the musical version, mm -hmm. uh, the one with uh, Emma Roberts, I believe. Is that right? Who was in Beauty and the Beast? It was Emma Roberts, the right? Was Emma Roberts, yeah. yeah. The Ember Evermore song. And... But no, no, um, uh, no other B song. If I can't, uh, if I can't love her, if I can't um, love her, yeah, yeah, um, um, and which is not a great song. And some of the other, and they did do the reprise of Bell that her did, and I just didn't thought it didn't go anywhere. Um, it was a, it was a, to me, the problems were the choice of numbers they used, but the rest of the time they used these animatronic wolves. They must've been three, three scenes of the wolves. It made no sense to me. And then there's the beast costume. Oh no. I have to which look. was nightmare fuel. <laughs> and it kind of looked like a steampunk version, this metal cage, that I, I that that Josh Groban was in. I, I don't I I had more questions than anything else. Are you looking at it? I am looking at um, it. The other thing, there was a huge dance sequence of the rose that kind of split all of social media apart that some people liked it. It just took so long that we could have seen something else. Um, what the fuck and, is that? Yes. <laughs> It like it doesn't even it doesn't look like it even moves. It does. It's was Hold on, it I'm does trying, move. How I turn off the I'm seeing it move around. Um it I just felt so like So it's like puppet, but he's he's in it. But you see him in it. No, these were like suits that people were wearing. The other thing I need to bring up, it was maybe the Little Mermaid was okay. like this. The, her is giving, I want to fuck you, Belle. The way, because yeah. they sing like a pop singer. So it very much seems like, hey, beast. And I can I can get with that. The other thing, it was it was all all the performances were, um, all the, the, the quote, unquote, live performances were lip synced and not well done. So it was it was very obvious to anyone watching that it was horribly lip synced. Um, I can only blame the production for that, um, and uh, or maybe the the cast who just weren't doing because they were they pre recorded it. But wow, it was. But you heard the rest of the chorus singing that was that could, wasn't even wasn't even matching up. Yeah, because I think Shania was lip syncing for Beauty and the Beast. Oh, she was. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um, it was not good. <laughs> I'm glad for those of you who enjoyed it. Maybe if you're a younger person who doesn't remember the old one as much. None of these maybe have you been didn't... good, if you ask me. Huh? 
I don't think any of these have been good. And we actually know. I think it's a bad idea. I think to to combine the movie or so much of the movie with. So much um, of it. Yeah. With it. It just doesn't work. I think give us if you're going to if you're going to be cheap and give us that. Why not just spend more money and do less of the movie? We get it. Um, I'd rather either watch the movie or watch the whole musical version. I don't like both combined. It's it feels like it feels like you're trying to be cheap. Honestly, that's yeah. what it feels like. Um, anyway, that's Poodle. <laughs> Pause it. I need to move my way out of this out of the sun. I'm drying here. Oh God. If you're watching the portrait, the video just changed abruptly. <laughs> if you're watching Intimate Portrait, why, Poodle? Now the sun's in my face because I'm in my parents' sunroom. And it's, it's definitely a sunroom because there are windows everywhere. And I'm getting sun in my face. And we're trying um, to find him because he kept saying, does this look better? And then there's just animal carcass. Does this look better? <laughs> Antlers. And I'm like going, oh, God. <laughs> I'm doing my own version of Midsummer in here. It's like me in the bear costume at the very end. You've never seen that movie, have you? No, I'm just no. laughing and playing along. <laughs> I think that's what you do 90% of the time of all of my references. You go, huh? Ah, Definitely yeah, 70. Yeah. yeah. 70% for um, sure. So, yeah. Why, y'all, if you well, see, how come your my... tree doesn't have lights on it? <sighs> it's a long story. Uh, the tree oh, does geez. have lights. It's just that they're not on. Um, my mother didn't get around to. She's like, oh, I'll just let you put the ornaments on it. Um, and I said, Well, that's that's different because you used to arrange them. So she's like, You're an adult now. You can do it. Uh, and I said, So I just randomly got taste. She's like, I guess. Cool. So I'm going to decorate the tree tonight. That's what I'm going to do for my mother. Oh. She'll probably help me, but she'll act like it's a chore. You know what you should do? Give her some, say, Mom, sit and have some wine and talk to me once, and then just let her just get drunk and tell you about all the family shit. Maybe I should do that. Could I wear earbuds? You, you can. You can. And then you can wear <laughs> Maybe earbuds. One? Maybe one. Maybe one. Just go, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you need to, you need to, thing is, is you need to, Every y'all, if you have a gay son, you realize that the, your mother has to get all of her oversharing with my gay son energy out. Just let her get it's it all a out. Lot. Let her get it out in one night. Just let her do it all tonight. Okay. Don't worry. Um, the sun's in your face, but it's very golden hour. It's very. I'm very lit from heaven yes. right now. You yeah. might as well just do this is sis uh producer Christina, this is gonna she's gonna it's be gonna editing this going, Oh, it's gonna piss her off so bad. It's gonna go mother. You can see me behind me. The Appalachians look really gorgeous at this time of year. They do look gorgeous. Um uh but it's a really pretty time, uh the winter time. Oh man, is that a prospector out see out there trying to fuck you? <laughs> hey, wee. <laughs> I've been panning for gold for years. <laughs> for years. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> such a weird transition. Angela and Michael, Time what for Angela and Michael, what the fuck? Whoa. Whoa, I did not expect this. I did not expect this. So, I the way we have seen Angela talk about Michael's, and I'm putting this in quotes, cheating 
before and talking what? to women. She, sorry, sheeting. Thank we're you. Sheeting on her. Sheeting. Sheeting. Um, the way we've seen that portrayed before was one way, and we had no proof of this. So true. We do. We do hear him talking to another woman here, and she is not angry here. She is devastated. She is devastated. We should say, because some of y'all fast forward through Angelus because you don't want to yeah. watch, but you listen she to us. She is crying. So um, the producer says, why are you crying? And she said, I'm already doing it. I said, I want to do it. <laughs> but it is, I don't think this is acting, but she talks about, she says, her friend sent her text of Michael. The reason why Michael had this Instagram account is Michael was actually using his Instagram. What Angela thought all along. And- I don't necessarily feel bad for Angela, but I do feel I've been in those situations where your gut is telling you something yeah. and you keep and and y'all, that's just a reminder, listen to your gut and you keep rationalizing it away because yeah. whether you don't want to believe it or because you whatever. And that's what we see this kind of Angela knew her gut knew that she was just cheating, but she never had proof. And she even has this moment. So she gets the Instagram screenshots and then she plays this recording that you're talking about. Yeah. And it is Michael's voice talking to another woman saying, I'm going to give you the reason why you knew it couldn't be for Angela is he said, I'm going to give you money soon. And you went and I went, oh, oh, and he's saying, like, let me get through this. You see the text messages. Just let me sort this out. And as Angela Um, said, there's no way to defend this. The other thing. I wish I would not. I would have been able to not laugh about this, but the way Angela says T E X T S is texts, <laughs> texts. I, 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 that was all I can think. Just like, but then I, I, you got all the texts right there. Um, texts, and and the thing is, I wrote this must be a friend of hers that she knew in Nigeria. That's the only thing I can think who may have access to this. May I? But yeah. and then. She confronted him, and he said, she's just a plaything for me. And what's interesting, she says, this in a, in a couple of seasons, this may have been the first uh, shred of circum, circumspection. I almost said circumcision. Well, because um, your because your mind already is starting to think about dick because you're going to need it in about two days. I know. I'm going to need it real bad. It makes me want a dick real bad. Um, <laughs> so... She says, I blame myself. I can really be a bitch sometimes. But and she said, and controlling. I can be a bitch yeah. and I can be controlling. But turns out I was right the whole time. And then she says, I don't know. She's like, I said it's over. When he, when he cheats, it's over. And then she says, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I love him. I mean, yeah, there's I believe their, this. Their scenes are super repetitive in every season, but then there are moments like this where I'm like, I can't look away. She's a yeah. terrible person, but there's something that's so compelling about watching this. It is I have to say this has been the most actually interesting Angela Michael season we've had in about 3 years. 3 seasons because Agreed. because we're seeing because and what it is is I think Angela lost the weight and thought she was going to be a different person. Yeah. And she's realizing she lost the weight and she's still just as insecure, just Mm -hmm. as scared. 
And so there's part of her that said, but I should be this stronger person. Why am I still this scared little person who's just begging to be loved? Yeah. And it's, she's going to, this is why I don't think she's had it. Angela needs like big time therapy. Um, and often why they don't really this in Oklahoma, but in other states, you have to actually go to mental counseling when you have weight loss surgery because uh, it can increase things of suicidality. Like it can really bring up overwhelming feelings for people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's I, don't think, I don't think she's going to get therapy. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. She can use our BetterHelp code. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash realitygaze, y'all. We're their proud sponsor for all of 2023. We love BetterHelp. That's the show. That is the show because the light's shining in Poodle's eyes again. So I'm sure that we're going to have to have, it's going to be changed somewhere else. Okay, y'all. So next episode, we're going to be talking about Ruben Andre. And we're going to be talking about Jovi and Jara and Bilal and Shida. And we're going to be talking about a comic book corner. And I may be riding the stuffed ram. (laughs) Putting something up your ass because you're going to be going crazy, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> all right everybody go to our instagram to see those ama questions um and uh we're excited for this is a busy week coming up uh, we're, we're we're leaving you a lot before we take our break but um we're gonna we're just gonna jump into episode two and we're also going to talk about our thoughts on that tell all trailer but until then go to our website realitygates.com leave us a review on spotify or apple podcast where we listen to podcasts we call these people Lonely Hearts, Poodle, because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts in the Appalachians just looking for love in all the wrong places? <laughs> yeah. And if you see that prospector who still owes me a hand job, call me. <laughs> hey! Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 